Hey, you. Yes, sir, ma'am. Stop what you're doing. Because right now, you need to be listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisors. And today we are joined by Eva Palakova from Leaders Break Free. And she is a business consultant. I'm hoping I'm getting it right. Business coach, consultant, guru, who has an amazing story that she's going to share with us. How are you doing today? I am so good. I'm so happy to be here with you and share whatever is needed. I'm looking forward to this conversation because when you told me how you started your journey to entrepreneurship, it was like amazing. But before we get into that story, and I hope you do that for us, just tell us a little bit about who you are and about your business. Yeah, sure. So I'm a mindset, spiritual and business consultant, and I work with primarily coaches and consultants and people who are uh, wanting to grow their online business and bring it to a level of, you know, financial freedom, but also like freedom in life, being able to work from home or work from anywhere in the world, but also like run your business in a way that is aligned, you know, not chasing, not always running to have space in your life and all those things. So those are the people I work with. And my focus is primarily like, you know, it's all around freedom. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And it's not just the freedom outside, the freedom inside from the things that we have bought into and, and all the hangups on the mind that actually keeps us from joy and happiness and success and all those things. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So let me ask you this, um, because you've been in business. How long have you been in business now? Well, it depends what kind of business, because I used to own a couple of restaurants and, you know, before that I had a health coaching practice where I put about 5,000 people for my online coaching, but I owned restaurants. And then 2018, I officially transitioned to business consulting. So in the current version, it's been, been about three years. Nice, nice. So uh, three years in this specific edition of business, what role do you play in it? Mm, I am the CEO and the founder and yeah, the, the chief creative officer. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. And I know you have a team. We were just speaking with one of the young ladies who works with you as well. So also mm-hmm. HR and all those things as well, huh? Mm, yeah, we are a team of five right now. We're adding another person in, but that's one of the things that is very, very important And uh, is, you know, when you're building a business and you really want to have freedom in your life, you have to do, you cannot do it alone. You have to do it with a team. That's also one of the things that is very, very scary for people. So they don't often do that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And just before Mm -hmm. we get into uh, your your story about how you have come to where you are now, just so people can find you, how will we find you? What's your website? How will we contact you? Yeah, sure. So right now it's leadersbreakfree.com and um, probably the best way. Well, we have also have Leaders Break Free podcast and uh, the best way to, I think, get, you know, if you like what you learn here today uh, is we do 
a week-long retreat. It's a free event. It's Leaders Break Free forward slash retreat where you go on an inner journey experience. It's called the Break Free Process now. It's a little bit of an inner journey experience where you reset how you operate as a human being in your business and you let go of all the things that don't serve you so that you can have a powerful seven-figure business. And it's not so much about the money. It's about the level of um, difference you can make in a world. And it also has to do with the level of support that you're going to be able to hire so that you do not have to do this alone. So, yeah. Nice. Thank nice. you. Thank you so much for asking. I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. So now um, I wanted to ask you about your journey. Like, how did you? Because, okay. First of all, I'm in New Jersey and it's boring and cold, but you actually have a team and you're not even near your team. You live in where? Costa Rica. Yeah. How'd that happen? Yeah. So I don't know if people, I don't know if your listeners probably don't know this about me. I'm also a single mom to a girl who's now almost 22 months old. And, um, and we have kind of built this business together from scratch when it fell apart completely when I got pregnant. So a little bit of the background story. When I started this version of the business, it was completely offline, meaning as a business consultant, I would do different workshops around the country, a lot of like little speaking gigs around different female entrepreneur organizations. I would do deliver my talk. People would come talk to me after. I would sign them up to be a client. Next, right? That's kind of how I worked my business. And it was a little bit of a dream life for me because I think I shared with you before, I really, mm-hmm. really love traveling. Yeah. And I ended up in 2018, I ended up buying an RV. I was living in Boulder, Colorado. I ended up buying an RV. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go see all the states. I scheduled my speaking engagements uh, according to the season and the weather. So I had like <laughs> south in the winter and uh, the west in the, you know, Washington state and Oregon and all that, like in the summer and the east coast in the spring. And it was like, laid out it was this perfect like oh my gosh I'm gonna get to see all this and pop in once a week once every two weeks for a speaking engagement I'm gonna go to a state park I'm going to meditate I'm going to explore all the national parks and take a bunch of pictures and you know read and study and meditate and uh, and work with clients because all you need uh, is um, your you know your cell signal to run your wi-fi right. right like you just need and you don't even need, like you have your own Wi-Fi on your, what you call it, hotspot, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I was doing it. And then um, I somebody else, my uh, spiritual and romantic partner at the time joined me on the journey. And we were coaching some clients together as well. And it was a really, really beautiful time in my life where we were writing a book together, coaching some clients together. I was doing still my speaking, working with some clients of my own. And this is this beautiful situation um, until I got pregnant. And that was in July, July 1st, 2019. And uh, four days later, um, he decided that he, at the age of 52, did not want to be a father to yet another child. And he disappeared. And I never 
saw him again shortly after blocked me on all social media, did not want to have any contact at all. And what followed was a rock bottom that um, was necessary for me. It was, it's all perfect and beautiful now. At the time, it was very, very dark. Um, I was depressed. I was in a state of apathy I'd never experienced before where I would sit on the couch and I would not be able to get up. I was so completely unable, unmotivated, uninspired. It was just blah, you know, like it was the mm. state of the only time I would get up was to go to puke in a bathroom because it was in the first trimester. All right. Mm. So, so it was very, very difficult. I ended up moving not back to Boulder, but moving to Pueblo, Colorado, which is a little bit of a, uh, not the best town in Colorado. It's the town that I could afford as a single mom to be. All right. And I did not know a single person. My family lives in Eastern Europe. I don't have a single family member in the US and I did not have a single friend in Pueblo, Colorado. So here I was in Pueblo, uh, alone, depressed, figuring out how the heck am I going to do this? I cannot travel anymore because as a single mother, I cannot just live on an RV and drive with an infant, go do speaking engagements without child support, without a co-parent, without uh, resources. So I was in the space of, okay, I need to uh, build my business online or get a job. So I started doing what most people uh, tend to uh, tend to do in the space and it's try to create passive income online, right? Mm-hmm. right and right. like create courses, courses and memberships and whatever. Right. And that led to me going broke. I have spent all the money on Facebook ads, paying my VA to help me create these funnels, spent two months recording, um, courses, many, many videos recorded, the most amazing courses, two people bought, it was $57. Mm. I spent Mm. thousands and thousands on Facebook ads. Yeah. So that was, uh, so by the time I made it about five months pregnant, I had about $700 on my personal account and a couple K extra on my business account that was about to be spent for bills that needed to be covered. So here I am broke, no child support coming, no other support coming. I was, uh, it was like depths of despair going to apply for WIC, which is food stamps for pregnant mothers in the US. And, um, you know, um, that I think was the darkest time, but also the thing that I would never trade for anything because what like the turnaround I had to come to a rock bottom for me and that have, and then have no options then to completely let go of anything that didn't serve me, turn my mindset around, uh, turn the way I thought of things around completely 18 months later, we had our first million dollar quarter in my business. That's okay? amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And 
And we did it through launch strategies. I don't want to go too much in depth on that because it almost doesn't matter. But we were doing a lot of live free events, just like the retreat that I invited people into when you asked me first at the beginning. But basically doing uh, free retreat, serving lots of people and them, then them coming, wanting to work with us. All right. And then doing their own emotional, spiritual mindset and business work. Right. So, you know, people are like, how did you get there mentally? How did you get from the depths of hell? And then, you know, I was also interviewing for jobs because I was like, it's not responsible for me to, right, right. to be an entrepreneur. I know I got to provide, I have to get the job. And I was interviewing actually for a job and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get the offer. And then it was like, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Because what I'm going to end up like, that's not a good option as a single parent. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to work at eight, 10, eight, nine, 10 hours a day? And then you're going to have an hour commute in, hour commute out. And then what, you know, that's not a solution. That's okay. not, you see a little bit of financial something, but it's not a solution. So it's actually a huge blessing for the single parents that might be listening to this or somebody in a similar situation. When you really, when, you know, when you're in the situation where you're really, really forced to reprogram, it's, it's, you're going to, there's so many options and there's so much freedom, but you've got to be committed to your transformation, right? So uh, you know, how did I get from there to a million dollar quarter world? I didn't have a choice, right? The way most people run their life and their business is that they're actually running away from uncomfortable sensations and feelings. They're running away. For example, when they start their business, they are terrified of what people are going to think. They're terrified of being called out as a fraud. Like, what are people going to, like, what is she doing now? Like, she's a business coach now. Like, is she even qualified to do that? Is she certified to do that? Does she have degrees to do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. And in an effort to avoid that, they hide. They don't go face the head on, right? They don't, they avoid judgment. They like control and safety and the idea of not having income is so terrifying. And this, the fear, the need for safety that that brings up is so terrifying. They just don't do it, right? They just don't do it. They avoid these sensations, the uncomfortable emotions. So they create their life so they don't have to experience any of that. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. So- What happened is that I was very, very lucky because I had no choice to run around these these uncomfortable emotions that keep people from launching their business. I had no choice. I had to do it. I had to face all the discomfort, all the invalidation, potential invalidation from others, all the financial risks and the, oh my God, you know, all these things that we're so afraid of experiencing. I had no choice. That was the beauty of the situation and the gift of the situation that I had to do it anyway. I had to be in discomfort every single day in order to build a business that was in a place of abundance, time with my daughter. Now we live in Costa Rica. We have a full-time nanny, um, you know, that, that helps to care, take care of me more than her. Mm-hmm. Honestly, she makes me oh, okay. three meals a day. So, 
you know, helps me do my laundry, helps clean my house so that I don't have to run around like a maniac and trying to do it all. Right. Hold on one second. Sorry. So as you were saying, so you were able to get this, get this nanny taken care of you. You have your freedom in Costa Rica, which is beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So we live here, we are in Nosara, which is one of the blue zones. It's where most people live, like many, many people to be older than hundred years and they're very healthy. And it's, it's just like, you know, it's like the perfect place to raise my daughter. Like we just spent two hours on the beach this morning. It's just so beautiful, you know, that's, and then we just awesome. shower and she's napping right now. Um, so we get to, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just like a very, very, very different life than the white one I was going to have. If I right. went along with the, with what's kind of expected when you become a single parent with no support, right? So right. anything is possible, but you have to be with the, the key is uh, in the willingness to experience and dissolve any uncomfortable emotions, because when you're building your business, you're going to come up against these things. You're going to come up against your ego. Business is the most powerful tool for spiritual transformation. It brings up a lot of things. We cannot grow our business to seven figures and be the same human being that we are, right? We have to increase our sense of safety, our capacity for safety. We have to uh, let go of a lot of control. We have to let go of wanting to be liked, wanting to be approved of, wanting to be validated. All these things, you're going to come against that in your business, right? And you either dissolve it, you either allow yourself to feel it and you'll dissolve it and then grow from it and become a freer person, right? That's why the, the freedom is so important. As you dissolve it, you free yourself of that and, you t- and your business takes off or you don't, or you keep retrieving and, and you keep, keeping yourself in the comfort. So that's sort of the, the, the choice that you have to have, right? So you have complete ability to dissolve any of those things. We call them resistance, right? It's all the resistance to your own growth. You have a complete ability and control to dissolve all this, right? And that okay. the resistance of the ego kind of shows up in a in, in, a, in, in a few different layers, I, I'll, I'll, I'll name a few. Maybe, uh, maybe those of you who are listening to this thing can I relate to some of those things if you're building a business, right? So the first one is definitely other people's opinions, right? Are they going to think I'm a fraud? Are they going to judge me? Who does she think she is? Are they going to see me as arrogant? You know, um, that there's one thing right? That's going to come up at the beginning. It's like visibility stuff, right? Should I just announce on my personal Facebook page, I'm doing this, you know, like, no, that doesn't feel safe. Let's just put it in, on Instagram where nobody knows me because that feels safer, right? But when we do that, we avoid this thing that is right in front of us, the discomfort, the needing to be validated, the needing to be seen a certain way, right? So that's one of the things that shows up. Another one is, um, you know, with, you asked me about team. Right. So we want to be liked and approved of by our team as well, whether or not we admit to it. Mm-hmm. So I have I have a beautiful team member. We've been working together uh, since the inception in 2018. Her name is Jay. And um, 
I had this fear about asking her to take on ABC, you know, for example, billing or taking on coaching of some of our clients. And I had this like, ah, you know, I would rather not ask for help. I would rather not hold her accountable. I would rather not ask for the support because I just, I don't want her to quit because they would feel terrible. I want her to like me. I don't want her to accuse me of taking advantage of her or whatever, right? So we, like, that's another way. It's like the resistance just comes up and that's where we have to make a choice. I'm going to move through it. I am going to be willing to feel whatever's coming up, dissolve it. And then ask for the help anyway, or I'm going to do it alone and do it myself. And then I'm where I'm still in the same place I was before. Right, right, right. right. Another thing comes up with investing in our business. That is a huge deal. And that will keep the majority of the entrepreneurs stopped in the same place, right? So for example, Mm -hmm. and this is, this is very like, especially in the coaching space, this is rampant. When I opened my first restaurant, I had to put 300K into it that I was never going to get back, right? right? It's like construction in a place that didn't belong to me because it was a rental, you know, buying all the food, uh, all the licenses and government and blah, 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 right? You're never going to get that back, right? So I invested that. My ROI was like $2,000 a month, right? It was not very big. And that it, it took years before even breaking even, right? So that is the standard in the entrepreneur space, in the coaching space, People have a little bit different expectation. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to invest 5K myself and I'm going to make 100K, right? And there's this like complete fear around investing money. And we can call it investing money all we want to make ourselves feel better, but it's still like spending money. And none of us, right? Like money is going out and that feels really unsafe, Right. Because it's risky. Like we want to hold on to the money that we have. Nobody likes spending money because it directly threatens our sense of safety, right? So just being able to be with the sensation of fear of loss or wanting to be secure and safe and wanting to gather the money and not let it go, right? Just the ability to go there and allow yourself to feel it and dissolve it because without the investing, there is no way, like I've invested just this year alone. I've put over $100,000 into coaching and my spiritual evolution, going on retreats, doing different therapies and so on, right? So that's like another way, like if you are going to grow your business, you're constantly putting money in to get a return on the out. Does that make sense? Of like, course. for example, if you're in a real estate, you cannot expect to get money in a real estate without buying a property, right? Like you have to do it. You have to take you the risk. Yeah, you have to take the risk, but it's same with any business, right? But that's where like most people don't because it's the uncomfortable sensations that come up with that are too uncomfortable, can't do it. The ego will talk ourselves out of it and we'll stay where we are. We'll try to do it ourselves, but it takes longer and then we, you know, run out of money and all those things, right? So uh, another, another, another thing that comes up for people you know, it, it's the good old, like, oh, I just don't feel motivated. I just don't want to do it, you know, because it's so much work and blah, 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 right? It's another resistance. And what is really underneath it, once you start uh, dissolving this, once you start transmuting this, what's usually underneath that is a fear of yet another disappointment. Makes sense. Right? Yeah, absolutely. We have failed. So many times in the past, if you made it to one client in your business, you have probably failed 
more times than anybody can imagine. Would you agree with that? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It takes failure. <laughs> I, to, you have to have failure before you can get success. Typically. Yeah. Right. Very few yeah. people start off with at the top. You work your way up. Nobody, so it's, it's nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody does. It's like, it might look that way, but the people who are successful have gone through so much failure before. But mm-hmm. where, where they go, go wrong is that the failure just means so much to them. It is so much emotional pain that is in the failure, right? And I'm speaking from experience. One of my restaurants failed and I almost filed for bankruptcy and it was a terrible, terrible thing, mm-hmm. terrible situation. Right. So it like that kind of thing um, just really threw me for a couple of years where I was so um, I was just so scarred from that experience and so traumatized. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I couldn't face um, I couldn't face any more failure. I didn't want to face any more disappointment. I didn't face like just in the public eye, the humiliation. Right. So so it was it was the kind of thing where you know, until we actually work with this, work with the wall that we put there and energetically we, we start taking this apart, allowing all the feelings that we repress to come up and we can start moving through is when we actually start having success, right? Okay. And if, you, if so, you don't, you're going to be in the same loop. Go ahead. So you're using that term and, I want, and that's really what our conversation really centers around as well. And I want you to just give us your definition. How do you define success then? Mm, for me personally, it's freedom. But it's not freedom that you think it is. A lot of people think, oh, Eva, you have so much freedom. You, you work four days a week. You live in Costa Rica. You, you live on a beach. You have a full-time nanny. You have traveled around the world, blah, 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 blah. Um, I will tell you honestly, when we made it to a million dollar mark in a quarter, I still wasn't free. Okay. Because I was, I was, I became a slave to the identity and to the money. Right. So, and it's a beautiful thing. Like sometimes you have to take your business that far to actually see it, but you don't have to. Right. Like I would rather people like see their attachments now, but um, it's not the freedom is not in your situation and in the possessions and in the money in the bank account or, or whatever else. Right. Or, or the, the audience that you have. Um, it is freedom from um, from all the things that you're attaching to all the ideas of the concepts, all the specialness, um, all the how do I explain this? It's like you give power away to different things around you and you give them the responsibility to, to make you whole and complete. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, you might need to go a little bit deeper for me. You give power yeah. to. I mean, it's a, it's a big topic. I just taught on it for two hours. Right. So you kind of okay. open like, yeah. So we should, we should do a different episode episode on this. Yeah. But like we got to, I'm trying to get to uh, the success part. So okay, I'm yeah. sorry. So let's just, so when you say freedom as your means of success, freedom mm-hmm. from what were you saying? Like, what is your freedom that you're referring to? The things mm-hmm. that inhibit you from. Mm. So freedom, success is a freedom from what I call specialness. Okay. Freedom from specialness. So, 
Yeah. So when my definition of specialness is, is giving something or somebody uh, the power to make you happy. Does that make sense? Is okay, assigning yeah. them the responsibility for well-being. Okay. okay. So um, as you grow your business, you're going to come up against different things that you're going to think like, okay, for example, when I'm at six figures or I'm at multi six figures, when I'm at seven figures or when I have a staff of five or when I have clients who love me, then I'm going to be happy. It never works out that way. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. The gotcha. bigger the business, the more problems. Mm-hmm. Unless you grow as a human being, unless you let go of this stuff. Right. Understood. Okay. And so do I recommend somebody building a seven figure business? Absolutely. Because it's an opportunity to let go of all that and actually be free, no matter how big your business is, no matter how many clients you have. Right. Because like, for example, at the, at the beginning of my journey, I was so attached to what uh, my clients thought of me is I could not handle more than five clients. I really needed to make them happy. Right. Understood. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you gave me hundred clients, then I would probably go into week long anxiety. I would be responding to their texts at midnight and uh, there's no freedom in that. Correct. Right. And so that is, that is the work, right? So that is the freedom work then is to let go of everything that all the, you know, all the things that we keep our way to let go of that and come back to authenticity, love and compassion for others, acceptance and love for ourselves. And that's it. That's all we're doing here. Make sense. So nice. that to me, that to me is success, success. And that is the reason we're doing this. We're not building a business. Like people think this is where we get lost as a human being. We get so lost in doing more and owning more and making more money and having more clients and more audience. And, and oh my God, like, and it's, it's okay. Cause at some level we have to get lost to find ourselves. Right. Got to kind of get lost in, in hold that shuffle. It's like, wait, this didn't make me happy. Right. Mm, okay. Right. But the success is getting lost and finding your way out of that and going opening your eyes wide open and going, wow, this really wasn't it. This is it. And finding your whole way back home to your heart in connection with others and coming from a place of really, really pure service, you know, not from like your own selfish, like I need to acquire, I need to have more, I need to look successful and all that, but really like, okay, I really, I'm free and I want other people to have the same. I think that's success. Gotcha. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. I got one more question for you. If you don't mind. And this actually ties into the whole entrepreneurial journey. Uh, What do you think is the single most important quality needed to be a successful business owner? Mm, Yeah. Willingness. It's willingness. It's willingness to feel anything that comes up, willingness to experience anything at all that comes up, all the discomfort, all the things that seem terrible and difficult and hard. And 
there is no such thing as bad. There is no such thing as failure on the business journey. It's all part of the growth process, right? Okay, I like that. So, for example, you do 100 consult calls and nobody signs up to work with you. And you feel terrible and, and you feel so down on yourself and you feel like a total failure and disappointment and all that. And that all is coming up for you to process and for you to let go of, right? So the hardest things hold the most gifts in them. So if you actually want your business to succeed, it's not willingness to work 100-hour weeks because that's not necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary. <laughs> it better <And> not be. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm doing it with an mm. infant, you know, as a single mom. It's not necessary. But what is necessary is the willingness to experience anything that life throws at you, even mm. the most grueling, difficult things. And you just come into it and you're like, I trust. I still trust. I completely trust. And I believe. This is actually serving me because everything is serving us. The world is perfect, right? And, and business is going to serve us different situation. And it's the moment when you're really struggling is like, okay, why am I not willing to feel this? What is my resistance? What can I let go of? What can I process so that I can grow through it as a better human being, right? So just willingness, just being willing. That's it. That's all it takes. Life is like going it. to supply the learning and the lessons and the clients and whatever. That's true. You yeah. just, you're just, you're just willing and you just say yes to everything. You just keep saying yes and you don't have intention. Like you can't do it without intention, right? What you intend to shall be, uh, shall be. So you know, say okay, I'm going to build a seven figure business, and I did that. It was in November 2019. I went to the Walmart in Pueblo. I finally said, I'm not getting a job. I'm not getting the support from the government. I'm done with this because I've just no, like I'm not going to be statistic. So I went to the Walmart. I bought a whiteboard. It was eight and a half by 11. And I wrote seven, six, seven figure single happy mo on that. Right. And right. I put it in my, and I put it in my shower mark. I like put it. Like, so I would be forced to start it when I was, when I was doing my hair conditioning treatment. And that was my intention, you know, like no matter what, I'm going to be a seven figure single happy mom. End of story, right? So you have that intention. It's okay. It's completely okay. And then, then you just say yes to everything and just you keep saying yes and you be willing and you keep doing it and whatever life throws at you, keep saying yes and you keep feeling it all. You keep working through it all. You dissolve your resistance and you get it. You get it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, Eva, I want to thank you so much for giving us some time today. Really appreciate your passion for what you do. It's really impressive. Oh my gosh. I look forward to continuing to see you on your journey. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you. Did you like that interview? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Business SOS. And please drop a comment, like us, and share. If you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, visit us at mcataxprep.com slash business SOS. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.